0: Hello, and welcome back to If It Had Not Been podcast with your host, Miss Olivia Wright. I am so excited to be back. It is long overdue, and so um, it is just nice to be able to come on and um, share the faith and um, to talk about what God has placed on my heart Psalm 124.1, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, this is the psalm of David. He has expressed his love for the Lord and reminding the children of Israel, God's deliverance, understanding and knowing that if it was not for the Lord, where would we be? And so this podcast is inspired by Psalm 124 one. We remember God's deliverance, mercy, his goodness, his love, his healing, his blessing, his grace, and the list goes on and on but a space and a place where we can share testimony. And certainly we'll be sharing my testimony throughout uh, the podcast and uh, Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame it by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto the death. And so I am here to talk today about if it had not been for obedience. All right. <laughs> This one's a little tricky sometimes because we know that word. Uh, I say obey, um, isn't always a word that people gravitate to, um, but when we're talking about obey, we're talking about obedience to God our Father. Um, to obey is to hear or listen in a state of submission, to trust, to comply with the commands, orders, or instructions of a superior or with the requirements of law, moral, political, or municipal to do that, which is commanded or required or to forbear doing that, which is prohibited. Right. And so we know that we serve the true and living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we all know too well in that old Testament, um, really Leviticus, um, in Exodus, um, with the 10 commandments, but God had instruction. He had a standard that he held the children of Israel to in the way that they would live. He has set them apart from other nations. Right. And so, um, he was with them in a pillar by cloud in the day and a pillar by fire at night. Those were his people again, set apart living according to his standards that he has set for them. And so, when we talk about obey, right, we know that in the Holy scriptures, which is our manna, the living word in which we utilize and, um, coming into the wisdom and the knowledge of God and staying, um, in, in revelation and, um, illumination of God and what he is doing in the now, um, And so when we are talking about what it is to obey, we're talking about God, our Father. We know that he has set us up with instructions and a standard way of living because um, this is for our own good. A lot of times when we think about serving God and being in Christ that we are restricted um, and it's not really a restriction. It's more freedom and liberty, if anything. Uh, but we what we are instructed to do um, is keeping us from dysfunction. It's keeping us from sin crouching at our door and manifesting itself into bigger problems. Amen. <laughs> and so we want to hear or listen to God in a state of submission. And we know we want to trust God um, with our whole heart and lean not to our own understanding and in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. Right. And so one thing I want to talk about the importance of obeying God, right. Um, God may speak to you in in dreams or visions like that language that God has for, has with you. It could be the same as others, but it could be a little bit different. Um, there's throughout my day, there are times where God will speak to me if I'm driving to work, driving from work. Maybe when I get out of bed in the morning, when I'm reading my word, of course, when I'm in prayer and meditation of the on the word, when I'm worshiping. Right. There are opportunities that um, God chooses to speak. He speaks through people, places and things. And so we want to hear and listen for God. And uh, we know that it's not bound to a particular way. Uh, which is great (laughs) because uh, God is unpredictable and uh, he will reach us in the way he needs to reach us. But there's reasons why obedience is very, very, very important. Um, And I'm just going to just throw out some scriptures. We know that this is not all the scriptures in totality. I will say Proverbs is the book of wisdom. And so we always know we can go in that book of Proverbs and read the wisdom that is there, um, bless King Solomon for the book of Proverbs, but we know that there's a, there's instruction in there that will help us. And we know that Jesus, uh, the Christ also had given instruction on how to live, um, and why we are to live that way. But I want to start off with why obedience is important. Um, James four, seven says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil. and He will flee from you. So we want to resist temptation, um, you know, and and resist temptation in doing what is not right, right, what is evil, basically, Um, doing what is not good, right? We want to resist that at any given time. And we are faced with different situations uh, every day, right? Uh, It could be something as small as, well, I know I shouldn't have sugar, Um, (laughs) because, you know, I could be pre-diabetic or, or, uh, diabetic and sugar, it could be harmful to my health. And so maybe I shouldn't eat the donut. Maybe I shouldn't eat the chocolate. Maybe I shouldn't eat the candy. Right. And that's starting small. Um, and I can go extreme, which there's no extreme really. I mean, it is what it is, but we could just talk about, um, fornication, right? I'm just going to go out there with that. We know that that's a sin against the body. We know that sex outside of marriage is a sin. It's a sin against the body. We know our vessel is set aside for the Holy Spirit. And it is not I that live but a Christ that lives in me. And so um that's one thing, right? And so we we have to continuously resist, right? Um temptation, right? Um no temptation has, has fallen, man. Um, sorry, <laughs> I should say this one. You are enticed by your own lust, right? And so whatever proclivities you have, you want to be disciplined and be able to manage those. You may have to even for the rest of your life, but it is a part of this lifestyle and uh, being in Christ. And the reason why we want to obey God's word is because, we're submitting to God and it will, it, it will resist the devil. and The devil will flee. <laughs> so it's, it's more of a protection thing for us. When we take heed to God's word and follow his instruction, the enemy can be kept far away. Um, you know, do what God says, you know, the word is a mirror. It's a revealer. Um, and James one 22 through 25, do not merely listen to the word. So the word is a mirror. Right. And so, again, when we're reading that word, God is revealing uh, information to us, wisdom and knowledge that only comes from him and through his word. And so we are blessed for that. Um, But also, right, there's situations and circumstances you could be going through in life. And while you're reading that word, God can bring it to your remembrance and he can bring it uh, to the forefront and then also tell you what to do in terms of dealing with that matter in that situation. But it says it here that um, whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, they will be blessed in what they do. We want to be blessed, right? We want to be blessed. (laughs) We want to do what God says and be blessed, but also it's sacrificial for others, right? Um, Romans 5, 19 for just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners. So also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. So this is for others, the generations that are to come behind us, right? So our obedience to God is, is not only, okay, we'll get blessed and the enemy will flee. Um, you know, we'll be walking the word, living the word, um, applying the word to our life, but The people that come behind me, the children coming behind me, um, the generations that follow me, right? It says also through the obedience of the one man, many will be made righteous. I can sit sit here and testify to this because I do remember when I was converted, um, I had several family members that were baptized, including my son, uh, my youngest son. And so at the end of the day, it's, it is a blessing, right? but but in the blessing really is how other people are affected by your obedience and your steadfastness fastness in the Lord. And so that is something to be proud of, that is something to celebrate, and it's also something to think about. And I will be honest, I will testify to this at times because some people they already do this, but I I'm speaking to the, those of us in the faith who God is our authority, he is our head, the head of our life. And uh I do think about the decisions that I make and how it will affect my family. I did not think that way before Christ. It didn't matter. I just did what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And I have done some crazy things, (laughs) crazy, irresponsible, just messy. Um, There was just no thought to it at all. And even though I may have thought I was so smart and I knew it all, and maybe I thought in that instance I was being free and, doing what I wanted to do in life, but it was very dysfunctional, very destructive, and caused a lot of hurt and pain and harm um and ripples in my family alone. So, you know, I am very diligent about the actions that I take, my behavior, my communication, um, all of that because my bloodline will be affected by my obedience and or disobedience. Okay. We know we're in a spiritual existence, right? We know we don't battle against flesh and blood, but wickedness in high places, principalities, entities, and uh darkness. So um we want to sow good <laughs> continuously. Amen. But uh, you know, I spoke on this, but to be blessed, obedience, why it's important, so we can be blessed. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in obedience to him. That's Psalm 128 one bless are all who fear the Lord. Not I'm frightened by the Lord, not I'm scared of God, but I fear there's a, there's a respectable reverence and honor, um, that I have for the Lord. And, um, I walk in obedience to him because of that, because of who he is. Um, And so I just wanted to cover that because there are some of us who, um, God may have asked to do something, right. Uh, there's a ministry he's called you to, or there's a task that he's given you or an assignment he's given you or territory he's given you a position he's given you, right. The list goes on and on that he's assigned you to, and he's asking you to take action on certain things. He's asking you to speak to certain things. And, um, it's important for us to be obedient. We don't need to lean to our own understanding. We want to move in the direction God is moving and realize and understand and trust that, um, if he's given it to us, he's going to give us the, the, the vision and the provision for it. He's equipped us with everything that we need, um, for today. And he's equipped us with everything that we need for what he's called us to do in salvation. And I know that's easier said than done, but I have been there, done that. And when I take the opportunity to, um, to follow through on what God has requested of me, it's just the best feeling in the world. Um, I've had those moments where I've put things off and I'm like, no, not right now. Or I don't, that doesn't really make sense to me. I'm, I'm trying to analyze it and figure it out in my head and a lot of times, too, i will be like, was that God or is that, <laughs> you know, my flesh talking? Right. And so that's that's always something that we can stumble upon. But we know that prayer and reading the word uh, will bring about clarity because God is not the author of confusion. And so if we're confused about it, we know we immediately go in prayer. Um, but, you know, I just I wanted to to really speak to this because obedience has blessed me. Um, there are, there are tasks and assignments and locations and territories that God has positioned me in and it made no sense to anybody else. And some of it I was very excited about. Um, but I was walking into the unknown, but because I was obedient, God had kept me. I didn't miss a beat, right? The bills got paid and, um, whatever it is that I needed, his hands provided for me in time right. Um, on time, right. His time. Um, but it was just a blessing and my the decisions that I make and the choices that I make that are obedient to God's word, um, has blessed me. Um, and has kept me in peace. Um, I know that God gave us peace <clears throat> that surpasses all understanding and peace. He gave us not that the world gives and he gave us that the world cannot take away. Um, but it's brought peace in my life, um, being obedient to God. And, uh, I've lost friends. Um, I've lost relationships. Um, people have come and gone and some people have gone. Um, so, you know, it's not without sacrifices, right. Um, of people, places and things, but at the end of the day, um, I know that I'm indebted to God. We are indebted to God in the faith and, um, we can never repay him for what he has done for us, um, by giving us his only begotten son. And so I want to go ahead and end this. Um, and so I always want to end with, um, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Um, the greatest gift that we could, this world could have ever received. Um, the ability to be reconciled back to God through his son, Jesus, the Christ. Um, he loved the world so much. There is no greater love than what God has. And, uh, he knew what I would need. And so it's my own personal testimony. Um, to sit here and say that he knew what I needed in my time of need. In my lowest point of my life, in the valley of my life, he knew what I would need, and this was the answer. It was not my money. It was not my friendships. It was not my job. It was not my degree. It was not my family. Um, it wasn't what I wore, not wore. It wasn't the car that I drove. There was nothing that could help me in that moment in time. And uh, God made it so that I couldn't see anything. Um, and so I understand what John three sixteen means, and I know what it has done for me when I said, I will believe. And so Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Saved from what? Saved from eternal damnation, right? Um, to be in Christ and um, your sins to be forgiven. <laughs> For you to have ahead of your life, to be the true and living God, the creator of the heavens and earth and everything they're in. There is no better decision I've ever made in my life. And I'm just here to testify of the transformative power, um, that he has had in my life. I can go on and on and on in these podcasts of what I used to be, how I used to think, how I used to talk, how I used to go about life. And, um, you know, some people will say, were you okay? You weren't that bad. No, I was out of order and my family has suffered as a result of it. And, um, you know, but God is a restorative God, right? So we don't dwell on what was because it's a new day. And, uh, even with the decisions that I've made in my past and, you know, um, the hurt and the pain and the dysfunction and the unlearning that I've had to do, um, and just the heart change that had to happen and the maturity and the faith in God's word that has Uh, been food for my soul, and um, even with all of that, right, um, there's still hope, (laughs) and um, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose, and we got to believe that. We don't walk in condemnation. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We um, know that we serve a God who loves us, um, despite us. And that is the beauty of it. We will not get that from any other human being on this earth. Okay. um, So, you know, for those who are not in the faith and those who just kind of want to understand what does that mean? And what do I need to do? um, You know, you want to acknowledge in your heart that Jesus is Lord. You can confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. So it starts with the heart, believing and acknowledging God, and Jesus is Lord, confessing with your mouth, believe that Jesus died for your sins and was raised three days later. He raised from the dead and uh, repent of your sins and get baptized in the name of Jesus. So we want to repent and come to God humbly and let him know um, we have sinned. We have fallen short and to be baptized. And so we. Um, I pray blessings. I pray this word has blessed you. Uh, so today we talked about if it had not been <laughs> for obedience. Obedience unto God the Father. Where would I be? It has gotten me so many places and has blessed me tremendously in my life. And uh, my family has been blessed as well as a result of my obedience. And uh, think about your obedience unto God and why it's important. And in those areas where you feel that uh, you may be falling short um, or you need help or strength and courage, um, pray on that and continue to pray uh, because God is a deliverer and uh, he will meet your needs according to his riches and glory. So until next time, it's been a blast. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast. Uh, invite others to join. Um, I can't wait until it it blossoms into um, what God has for it in the future. It's all on Him. I just trust and believe that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and that God will take it from there. And so, until next time, be blessed, and thank you for joining.